It's Kat coming to you live. It's solstice, the 21st of December for this live stream of the Adventure Paradox podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. So if you're taking a minute to tune into this on the podcast later, or you're popping in here on social media, I'm so delighted to celebrate the one year anniversary of my podcast. And um, it wouldn't be possible without all of our fans. So we've had over 4,000 downloads. We have emails that go out weekly now, sometimes even twice a week. (laughs) And most of them are opened. Thank you to our fans. We have really active and engaged, beautiful audience. And that's you guys. You know, I I probably wouldn't still be doing it if people weren't still listening and showing up and, you know, getting value out of it. So that means a lot to me. So I want to thank you guys um, because it's amazing. And I also want to thank my teachers and all of our guests. Oh my gosh, someone just sent 200 stars. Wow. (laughs) I'm like, I've never gotten stars before, I don't think, but it's kind of appropriate on solstice. And here I am sitting with all of these Christmas tree lights and stars around me. And I'm wearing a Santa hat. And if you're here with us, you can see it's actually got a little sparkle to it as well. And um, I just wanted to say that Over the last year, my life has transformed completely. And if you have been following along, you know that I have been practicing my own principles that I teach. And I moved across the country with our family this year. We really felt called to get back to the mountains. You can see them on my shirt here and raise our children in the mountains where we live, love, thrive. It's really who we are and the work we do, we can do anywhere. So we're really blessed to be coming to you live from Idaho. And um, also, of course, missing family. I know some family may be listening and watching this, and we left a lot of relatives behind in the Chicagoland area. And I think it's a practice. The holidays are such a pull to be near family and to choose a lifestyle where you live near family. And my message for you today is to really go deep into who you are and how you are and how you are allowing yourself to be, not only in this holiday season, we're going to use this as a microcosm of the macrocosm, but going into the next year, how are you allowing yourself to be? Are you showing up authentically or are you showing up trying to please someone else, feeling that you're responsible for your entire family, for whether or not they love their gifts, for whether or not they're behaving well during the naughty or nice season. Do you feel overly responsible? Because that is a clue that you may be off of what your authentic gifts are. You may be trying to fill bigger shoes than what the universe has given you. You know, I love the extended version of the serenity prayer, which says something to the effect of taking this sinful world, not as we would have it, but as it is. This world is as it is. We are as we are. And I'm all for self-development and I'm all for improvement. And at the end of the day, who you are, who you came here to be, this next version of you, are you allowing yourself to come through? Have you caught up to where you are? 
I have young children. They're six and eight now. And they've been asking me, mom, what are our holiday traditions? And I recognized that basically every other year we traveled. There was the pandemic when we didn't travel, but we would always pick a holiday to be home and then we would pick a holiday to travel. But that means that their traditions or their understanding in the first six years of what Montessori calls the absorbent mind, they have not absorbed clear crystal traditions. Have you? Do you have certain ideas or beliefs about how it should be during the holidays, who you should be with? Because I'm going to challenge you on that. You might not be allowing yourself to catch up to the season that you're in, to who you are this year. You know, my, my Instagram is live here on my phone and it's being held up by this uh, teddy bear that my aunt gave to my grandpa when he passed. I'm sorry, gave to my grandma when my grandpa passed as a reminder, as something to hold on to. Each season we are going to come into with someone or something lost that we maybe felt was supposed to be there. For example, our grandparents, perhaps it's a spouse. My heart goes out to the widows, especially widows who are going through a first. Those in recovery who are going through their first sober Christmas. It is possible to make it through the holidays. You might even get to be happy. You might even be merrier. You see my merry pillow? You might experience more intrinsic joy, right? Forget the happiness of the holidays. What if you're just allowing yourself to truly be yourself? So I'm going to share with you here a tea bag. This tea bag says, the world needs your unique gifts. Don't leave with them still inside you. Isn't that a good tea bag? That's such a good tea bag. Thank you, Yogi Teas, for this beautiful tea bag. And I also have over here to celebrate our one year anniversary of the podcast a few of the gifts that we gave out last year. So, this is a briar horse. This isn't actually one of the briar horses that we gave out to the first five people who gave us reviews. Actually, that's not how we did it. I think we got 30 reviews and we put them in a bowl and I did a drawing on New Year's Day or sometime around that. And um, five people won. So one of you won this Yeti mic, which I'm using right here. You know who you are. Someone won a briar horse. And one of the winners won this incredible set of Apple headphones, which are all the rage in our household right now. We've been passing them around. But gifts, let's talk about gifts. And if you've been following me on social media, I've been doing a bit of a rant about gift giving, about receiving, but also about asking for what you really want and it being okay to ask for what you really want. And you know what? It's also okay for people to say no. Not everyone is going to want to give you what you want. That's their prerogative. It's learning to allow others to be themselves so that you can be yourself. You know, something we all do a lot of is judging. Nothing can land on you. No judgment if you don't give it a space. So this is actually a very interesting briar horse model. This is a holiday model from a couple of years ago. What's interesting about this is there's a teeny tiny white fox sleeping on the back of this horse. Now a fox is a predator. And this horse is a prey animal. So this is super unnatural. When we ride a horse, we ourselves are predators. You know, because we have these eyes in the front, right? 
this is so unnatural. So what is actually happening right here is the manifestation of a gift between two partners who might not otherwise get along. Who have learned to get along, who have become domesticated, who are in this beautiful vision of this model of this horse with the fox on it, showing us what is possible. What is possible when we access our own unique gifts? And sometimes it may be saying, although my instinct as a fox is to chase or go after this horse. Hello, beautiful friend. So good to see you. We got our first stars today. I didn't even know it was possible to get stars. Although my instinct as a predator is to go after this horse, today I am just going to lay on its back and appreciate it. And the horse is also making a decision not to freak out, not to spook, but just to be calm in this beautiful holiday tress. And perhaps what we don't see in this scene, because who would put this all together, is the human, the domestication, the belief system that training is possible between two animals, especially if you have that human mediator to work with them and perhaps train the fox to stay put on the saddle pad and train the horse to be calm with this crazy feather on them and crazier still, a fox on their back. Ah, so this is where we get a moment to reflect on ourselves, seeing this example and ask, how am I allowing myself to show up today? What training have you done to prepare for this holiday season, to be present to it? What conversations do you need to have or do you wish you could have? You know, if you are missing someone, a loved one on the other side, this is coming through to me. I'm going to ask you to write them a letter. They're still with you in spirit. They want to see and hear and feel what it is that you have to communicate with them. One of my mentors, she's a shaman. She used to always talk about October being the month where the veil is thinnest between the living and the dead. And I feel like solstice today when we have the longest night, it's like the veil is maybe thinnest in our hearts, especially when we come through this first round of the holiday seasons. And how are we really? How are we allowing ourselves to be? Are we allowing our children to come up the stairs like my child is coming up the stairs right now to interrupt and she's sneaking now with a little smile, my live stream podcast. Are we allowing ourselves to be present in our homes with our families or traveling or whatever it is that's coming up? That's my question for you. And more importantly, have we reflected on everything that has transpired in this year leading up to this point? It might even be in this week. I know I was working out yesterday with my amazing trainer. You know who you are first personal training session I've ever had with her. She's so awesome. I had so much fun. And she said, oh my gosh, I just got a message that one of my client's relatives collapsed. You know, for as much as we're merry, merry, joy, joy, happy, happy holidays, it's all about the lights and don't be a Scrooge. For a lot of people, this is a season of loss. It's a season of death. It's a season where there are more strokes, more heart attacks, more heartache. One of our our 
deepest podcast this year about suicide and a very young girl, hardly a teenager. So the point is, this is also true. In this longest night, we get to look back and reflect on how far we've come, but we also get to just catch up to what's going on right now. Who's on our heart, in our heart? Who are we praying for that they're going to make it through the night? That they're going to turn a corner on their addiction to painkillers? Because again, at the end of the day, we don't get to decide. We only get to allow and make a decision about what lands on us. But we can't control the field in the same way we can't control the mountain. We can't control the whole sweep of culture moving through us, regardless of whether or not we might be spending it in the hospital. And my heart goes out to you if you are getting called into the hospital, if you've broken an arm, if you're there with a loved one this holiday season, if you have loved ones on hospice, if you're wondering when, how, what, they might go to the big meeting in the sky. (sighs) My heart is with you. My heart is with you if you're in this space. And it's okay to allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling right now. This is who you are in this season. So speaking of the one-year celebration of the podcast and who I am today in this season coming to you live from the mountains and also with so much of my family on my heart who are far, far away. We are just here with our immediate family, with the kitties, and our kitties were sent presents from some of their kitty relatives. Yes, I can't wait to share this with you, so keep tuning in on social media. But they're downstairs in kitty paradise. Like, it's going off in our house, okay? So... Whatever this season is, I just want to share a reading with you from one of my teachers because I am reflecting on all of the incredible conversations. We have had over 80 podcasts in this first year. Amazing. And we have a top 10, our top 10 guests, and we're going to be rolling out some little snippets of their interviews and posting on social media who they are. And perhaps as a Merry Christmas email, I'm going to tell you exactly who they are and give you links. So stay tuned for that. And I'll put in an opt-in. Oh, speaking of, I created an opt-in. This is my gift. This is so cool. It is, what is your domestic spirit animal, aka Be the person who your dog thinks you are. That is who you're really allowing yourself to be because they see you. They see us. There's no filter. They know and see us exactly who we are. I see one of my horse friends on here as we are, right? So be present to that. Being present is the present. That is the gift. Regardless of what you did or didn't show up with. I went to a white elephant party yesterday And my husband was supposed to get the gifts, but then it didn't work out. And so I was in charge of getting the gifts. And I had like 10 minutes to get the gifts, take a shower, get dressed, and get somewhere 30 minutes away. Okay. So I was late, (laughs) but I also didn't have any time to think about what to get. I knew I was supposed to spend $10. I knew that these really nice chapsticks at a store I was close to were $10 a piece. I was supposed to bring four gifts. I went and got four chapsticks. My daughter wrapped the four chapsticks while I took a shower and we were on our way. 
The point is, it doesn't really matter. Those actually became such a beautiful part of the whole white elephant experience. Whatever you bring, whatever you allow yourself to bring without judging yourself, without shaming yourself for where you are this year, who you are going to be, who you are going to allow yourself to be, who you are becoming is on the other side of that. We get so attached to identities not just in ourselves, what we do, but identities around what the holidays should be, what they should have, when you should get your tree by, when you should have decorations by. We don't allow ourselves to sometimes have seasons of of chaos, of heartache, of things not going the way we plan them to, a season of we're traveling and there isn't really space to travel and do all these other holiday things now compressed into two weeks because we're traveling for two weeks. Allow yourself to show up as the best version of yourself. And you can have a best version in grief. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but I feel like it's so important that you hear that. Who is your best version in grief? You know, when I've experienced great loss, I experience it as the grief corridor where it's like, All I can really handle is right in this space of what's right in front of me. And everything else is just noise. Like I don't even think about the Christmas tree. That's just not going to happen because suddenly we're flying back and forth or we're trying to make decisions about Zoom funerals or what we're going to do or how we're going to bury a pony or cremate it or what's going to happen, right? It's okay. You can still show up as the best version of you in this tiny little picture. Sometimes it's a big picture. Sometimes it's the little teeny tiny mouse step. That's it. Keep it so simple. It could be a chapstick, my friends. That could be your gift. Don't overthink it. Allow yourself to be who you're supposed to be this holiday season. Show up as the best version of yourself. As I say in the very end of my book, my grandfather said to me, your job right now is to be the best mom you can be for those kids. It might not mean getting them everything they want, even if they've been nice. Might not be it. It might mean taking a nap instead of wrapping the presents so they look really nice or going to bed on time. Just saying. We get so hung up on how it should be. I told my kids the other night, I was like, yeah, you know why all the Amazon packages are under the tree still in the Amazon packages? Because your mom is a slacker. (laughs) And I'm not spending time wrapping presents right now, right? There's only so much time and I've been a little under the weather and you know what? Resting is more important than beautifully wrapped packages. If you're not feeling well, could it be okay to rest? Does rest need to be a four-letter word? I did a little reel the other day on social media. DSD, do something differently. Amy Porterfield is is really famous for saying this. And I said, how about DSSD, do something significantly differently? Significantly differently. In my case, (laughs) significantly differently meant here we are and... We're on vacation at home. We're having a staycation, except now we live in the mountains. So it's the paradox flip because for the last eight years, 
whenever we got the chance, especially during ski season, we were on vacation in the mountains. And that meant even if I felt a little bit sick, I was going to ski because these were my only 10 days to ski. And you better believe I was going to be skiing. But this week, I wasn't feeling that great. And I woke up with a little bit of something going on and I realized, oh my gosh, I live here. I live in the mountains and I'm going to do something significantly different. I'm going to rest today instead of hustle, bustle. I got to go ski because it's my only 10 days. I am actually going to rest today, even though it's a day I could ski and not make myself sicker so that I could ski further, farther, faster, and it'll be funner next week with my kids because we live here and I could take it or I could leave it and I love it. It's because we love it. That's why we moved here. That's why we allowed ourselves to completely flip our lifestyle and root where we belong. Like this Christmas tree here, which we got a permit for and we went out into the woods and found, and it's a little double tree, by the way, it's super cool. It grows in the right environment. And so do you. So are you allowing yourself to go into the right environment? It might be saying no to something this year. It might be saying no to hosting Christmas. I don't know. It might be saying no to the sixth party you were going to go to, which you're a little worried might be too much for you. Maybe it is too much for you. I remember when I was struggling with my drinking, saying to a good friend of mine, I think I might have a problem with alcohol. And she was like, well, if you think you might, then you probably do, or maybe you do. And maybe you should try not drinking because you think you might. And it was so hard not to drink those margaritas. We're in Park City, Sundance Film Festival. We went out for Mexican. Usually we would split a couple margaritas, big picture. And I didn't drink with her that night. And she supported me not drinking. It's a real friend, right? When you start to do something differently, often you find out who your real friends are and who your friends were for that season or that reason that you were in. The same is true of your family. You may have people who say they support you. They say they love you, but do they really show up? Do they buy your products? Do they help promote you? Is it their job? Do you allow them to? Are you at peace with who you are, who they are, who this world is? As it is, not as we would have it. And are you allowing yourself to show up and share your message? Whatever it is, you got you. I got you. I love you. I'm going to go hang out in Kitty Paradise now. And uh, stay tuned for the top 10 of the podcast, which is launching over the next 10 days. You're going to hear who our top 10 were, how amazing their wisdom has been shared with me and through the podcast to all of you. And just thank you, thank you, audience, and for this very special moment that we got our first 200 stars. This is like the coolest thing. (laughs) Have a beautiful, beautiful holiday, high or low, wherever you're at. And I'm so grateful for you every single day, every single day.